Hello, welcome back to the Cusack cast where we are charting the life <laughs> of John Cusack. Uh, we, uh, so last time I was on, we watched a John, uh, an eighties John Cusack movie and, uh, it's come around to my turn again. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it like every 10 years, maybe. So now we're doing nineties, uh, Cusack. <laughs> it's really uh, interesting because last time was a high school and this is a high school reunion. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's a like, reunion. Oh, that's an interesting progression <laughs> in the Cusack. Has Can Cusack I? ever been a teacher, like a school teacher? In a film? <laughs> like that would complete the trilogy. Well, I'm just thinking about, you mentioned tw- uh, 2012. I'm like, he is like an older man with a child <laughs> in that mm, who has a divorced mm, w- mm. Like that's another good yeah. step away from the Cusack conundrum, you know? Um, Cusack conundrum. <laughs> the Cusack conundrum. Welcome back to the Cusack conundrum. <laughs> now, um, so this week we watched a, a '90s movie's Gross Point Blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether boys will enjoy it. We'll find out. But uh, if you want to describe it, I hear Zach has a wonderful description who of this is movie. The guy who writes, who wrote for for Seinfeld, and now has his own show. What's his name? Larry David. Yeah, Larry, Larry David. David. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the description I have for this movie is. John Woo's Lost Seinfeld episode, The Hitman, written by Larry David. Because this movie felt to me a hell of a lot <laughs> like a Seinfeld episode that just has John Woo action, <laughs> which is not bad interesting, at all. Interesting, interesting. Interesting. There were no doves, so John Woo loves No, I dumb. understand that. But all the shooting, oh, yeah, the that explosion was very, that was particles yeah, yeah. going around, <laughs> the, the scene in the convenience store, at the very least, is incredibly John Woo. And everyone's got two guns. Oh, yeah, always. of course. Because <laughs> one is insufficient. Even the FBI agents, I think they had two guns. Yeah, in, they which did. Two yeah. guns is such a vibe. It's not standard <laughs> issue from my understanding. <laughs> no, I don't think so, no. Alex, do you have any conflicting descriptions? Uh, or no, I think pretty it's a pretty happy? good description. <laughs> uh, I think it is. I yeah, would just, say watch this movie. Honestly, this is, this is another perfect movie for this show because this is a movie I had no idea existed and really loved. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Alex, do you, oh, no. do you recommend it or do you, do you disdain? No, 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 no. I, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed this too. I had no idea it existed. I didn't know what I was getting in for that opening scene. I was like, oh, what, what is this? What is this film? And then, I, yeah, it grabbed me. I didn't quite like how it ended, but that's... Uh, I, have, I have one gripe without it, but we can talk about it. That's yeah, fine. Uh, yeah, I liked how it started as well. I'm like, oh, this is like an interesting hook. Immediately <laughs> yep, an interesting I was hook. I'm super hooked. in. And Dan Aykroyd's like, this is that period of time before Dan Aykroyd went entirely insane and he can act really well <laughs> and he knows how to be interesting. So that was good. Um, and then obviously Joan Cusack is is good as well. Um, John Cusack, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the duo. The, um, I don't know Two if they're reuniting, together. but they're united in this movie. And mm-hmm. it's like it takes appropriate time. Uh, it's I think it's appropriately paced, and I enjoyed it, and it was different. Oh, I was never <laughs> bored at any no, any point. No, there was no. no compulsion to oh mm. check the time no yeah, or anything I, no i think this movie is really good i think the name is pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> but i suppose i don't know that it's, I can it's come there's up with so a many levels it. in the name which is weird because it's like they went to gross point high school yep, it's yep. the reunion mm-hmm. um point blank is like it's, a is a but in his last name is blank there's just so many levels does, going on uh, it does yeah he's an assassin so obviously point blank assassination is a whole thing yeah it's a uh, it's, it's an the, onion of a title <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, I feel like the title gives you nothing. It's just like, what <laughs> yeah, is the, What am I yeah. going into? Yeah, um, but no, this is a this is a childhood movie of mine. Oh, is it? Now, this, <laughs> love this movie. This I is the movie. Like this movie, this is the movie that made me want to become a contract killer. Nice, um, nice, <laughs> very good. I remember I set up my little contract killer office. No. I had a hidden oh, yeah. gun in my desk. It was Excellent. good fun. That's sick. That's cool. <laughs> Did that was, you? This was like fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you also keep all your money? Uh, yes. You know, That's tape stuff under the table. That's share dividend. I think I had yeah. like a manila folder taped oh, under the desk. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Fantastic, no. But yeah, uh, this is, I, I, and um, it's been a while since I watched it. Remember, and I was like, no, this is great. And I was a bit right. I'm like, I know there's a lot of dialogue that explains a lot that passes really quickly. And then I was watching, I'm like, I got it as a kid. Like, I feel like the dog, specifically the dog thing is kind of like, you might not understand that, but I'm like, no, I understood that as a kid that mm. they were after him because of a dog. Yeah. Mm. I feel like they explain, I, I just feel like it goes quickly, but that it really was probably, kinda... I think my fault because there's just like a couple moments right when they're talking about the dog that were like quite funny. So I was just trying to like, <laughs> I was laughing at that. I was like, I think I was talking to Nosh about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just, it was just, it was moving quick. And I could pay attention when I was just paying attention, <laughs> but it's just funny as well. So I'm like, that's a great joke mm. that they've just thrown in there. Um, God, yeah, no, dialogue is such a key. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Mm. Like, I, I feel like this movie probably got made because someone was like, look at this script. It's really, really good. It's really well written. Um, and I think well cast as well. But God damn, I had fun watching this movie. It was also <laughs> like a little time capsule, wasn't it, from that... Uh... <laughs> I, uh, we were I talking about pre nine eleven air travel and all the <laughs> it's it's got a all whole the guns that he was bringing on the plane. It's uh, a whole bunch of shit. It's like it's got like there's a bit where he's on uh in a roof or he's on a, a in an apartment above someone and he's trying to kill them and he's got like this purple lighting against mm-hmm. him and it's just like a flat pan all the coloring and stuff. Man, that's just like super super fucking nineties. And it's also got like he's also got like a syringe full of blue liquid. I'm like <laughs> that's also like a nineties staple. Just a weird different coloured liquid. It was a like a weird a weird viscosity as well. Yeah, it was yeah, like you go, well that's a poison. <laughs> Obviously it's blue. <laughs> yeah, blue doesn't go in the and body. There's no way blue is meant to be in the body. <laughs> but it was sort of gluggy. Yeah. yeah, as well. I like. Why not just uh, just knock him out with sleeping pills and then inject him? <laughs> but you wouldn't get to see the cool gadgets. No. Yeah, I love no. it. It's just like a. It's just like a quick scene, but it's just like no. It's like oh, we get to see like he doesn't always just shoot them, and it's like all this stuff is like sleep research and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm like oh, like, yeah, he's doing his job properly. He's a consummate professional. So I don't know if we've said this, but this is like a kind of spy movie. John John Cusack is a hitman. He's yeah. a freelance hitman. Yeah, freelance yep. hitman, and he is sent on an assignment. He he he's, he's having, having a midlife crisis. He's having a midlife crisis, mm-hmm. and he's sent an assignment that's right near his high school. And his assistant notices that he's his high school reunion's coming up. It's like you need to go to this, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Leave me alone." I'm going to go to the high school. <laughs> Another reason I picked this movie just for is uh, mm-hmm. he was attending his 10 year reunion. It is now 2022. So that'd be round about. This is the time in our, our lives now is, is similar because we're, we're going to be attending our 10 year potentially unless, this year. Unless unforeseen or foreseen <laughs> circumstances prevent <laughs> us. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, like we're, we're in similar shoot. Like where are we compared to Martin Blank and his life? <laughs> I've certainly killed a number of people in my lifetime. Yes, mm. yeah. But I do think they feel way more grown up than I feel. Like a lot of a lot of married and babies people, and I haven't got a lot of that. There's a couple, there's a few, there's a few. There's yeah. a few yeah. not, we know. Not too yeah. many. I feel um, like there's more there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, so, you know, twenty or oh, thirty years ago, the nineties, like, yeah. you can afford that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different paces of life involved with things, but. Go on, sorry. There was quite a few in that reunion when he actually goes there. There were, there were cringeworthy moments, I thought, mm. over some of them. Oh, like yeah. the guy, like, you want some blow? Or, like, here, I'll give you my business card. Yeah. Or, like, here's my gonna, baby. I was going to say that. It's like, like, I couldn't understand. I, I didn't know if the person who wrote this was all for that, that like, 90s business culture talking shop stuff where they're just like, the guy who, who's a property 
a real estate agent. He's like, yeah, I've got to swing this this couple who just have an aversion to making any decisions. I've got to swing them into this house and think they're real go-getters. And, you know, obviously I'm making six figures and I'm big. And John Cusack's talk, talking to his girlfriend's dad and he's like, you know, I'm a mercenary. Uh, I, I, I go out there. I don't give a shit. You know, sex for fun. <laughs> No re- connections or relationships with anyone. I'm like, oh, it's very American Psycho. Is this well, satirical? And I think so. Mm. But I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that shit a lot, honestly. I'm just wondering uh, if I need to get my business cards printed for <laughs> our reunion. I don't know. Yeah, I hope not. I, that's that's. I, I, I laughingly said to Nosh, you know, if you got the opportunity, would you punch me in the face? And he's like, no. I'm like, oh, I would punch you. <laughs> <laughs> you brought your business cards to the reunion? Man, that's No, big. no, I, I left them at home. I brought my pens oh, with my yeah. name yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the special clients. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> it's that's an like, upsell in, yeah, a, in a business card. <laughs> oh, man. I love this period of the 90s because like in the 80s there were spy movies but a lot of the time it was action was just you know big badass commando shit Mm -hmm. and you know rambo and stuff because spy stuff i imagine in the 80s spy stuff was quite frightening because yeah the cold war was like at its peak and it was very real and it was like oh my god we could die from nuclear war but this is 10 years after that and as they say, you know, the, the wall came down and there's just all these, like, now it's just the spy game. Now there's not really nations anymore. It's just everyone does the same shit. Um, and now I, I like that as well because in the 90s you can see that because there's a shitload of spy movies in the 90s, like your favourite, Long Kiss Goodnight, mm. uh, that are just like, well, spies are sexy now. You know, they're, they're yeah. cool, they're sick. <laughs> they went from being scared of uh, to yeah. being, uh, you know, somewhat 100%. made fun of in this film to being sexy, to being a kid's film. I think Spy Kids should be our next film <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. An um, examination of the American psyche through Spy movies. I do really enjoy like one of like the through narratives of this is like just Dan Aykroyd's character trying to unionize the hitmen. Oh, yeah. so good. He's it's just like, guy. it's like, oh, there's so many people, uh, there's so many hitmen, let's unionize. So beautifully American. Spread the, the wealth. guy is a union, union rep. Oh, yeah. mwah, fantastic, fantastic. We need... Uh, collaborative bargaining Still. at the table. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so good. Strikes such a chord with me. I, I loved it. And he had impeccable taste in guns. They were really shiny and silver. And they had unlimited ammo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did we want to pick one positive? I mean, we've already thrown around dialogue, so let's get rid of that. Yep. Make it harder because Zach already spent that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, positives, negatives. Let's go around and do some positives I've got first. two positives. But All right, Alex, hit us. Well, I two poli- one forget you got a gun in each hand. You got two positives <laughs> and unlimited ammo to shoot them out with. <laughs> uh, one scene in particular, which I really, really liked, and I think we all laughed at it, was there's a scene at the reunion mm. where he comes across a friend of his who's brought their baby along. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Cusack holds the baby, and there's this sort of intercut between him staring at the baby, the baby staring at him, Oddly. him having this sort of existential... Very touching, I thought. It was very... I yeah. quite liked very, it. It was very, very funny. It reminded me... I was, like the way It reminded me of, I think it's in a first Beale's Day Off where Cameron stares at the painting yep. and yeah. it just cuts yeah. back yeah. and forth yeah. like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me... Scene. Even the music in the background, it reminded me very heavily <laughs> of that. I still think that scene, it's like, I'm looking into Cameron's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Because it started off with a, oh, that's a cute baby. To, yeah, oh, 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 I can oh. feel what John Cusack <laughs> is feeling. 
So you've been hit with that round. And now the other positive is I think this soundtrack. Damn I just want to. Fuck you. <laughs> I wanna t- well, you can talk about the soundtrack no, too. No, you've, there shot, was you've shot your double barrels. Pow, <laughs> uh, Like live, a, live and Let Die. There were like so many good songs in this film. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it's exactly that period of time for us, especially, that those are the songs we heard when we were very young babies. So when we hear them now, there's a, a little extra bit of nostalgia. <laughs> That adds on to them, mm-hmm. which is very, very fortunate for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, Morgan, do you have anything to say about the soundtrack? Uh, I, I really like it. I remember um, one of my like it always sticks out. Like when I thought of this movie, it was Blister in the Sun because yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I think it kind of it's ends the movie and it's when he's traveling first yep. to back to his hometown. And then, uh, yeah, that, I love that song, the bass and everything. Uh, it's a wild song, but yeah. And then I also song. remember Live and Let Die from this movie as well, just because it's just like so mm. it's just him staring at a fucking. Uh, <laughs> Convenience store. He's yep. going live and let, and he just looks so confused. He's like, "What the fuck? Why is my house a convenience store? Why are you here? How long have you worked here? Why are you here?" <laughs> I took this job because it's like he's talking to himself. That's a fantastic conversation. <laughs> like, why are you working in some bullshit dead end job? Go do something. Great, great. And of course, he has to now go do something because that a convenience store doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that Which, line, that line there. Oh, I'm I'm hurt and I'm pissed and I need to <laughs> find a new job. <laughs> Uh, God, I've got to load up my double barrels. Um, I'd say Mini Driver. I don't particularly like Mini Driver, but in this movie, I thought she was incredibly charming and well yeah. acted. Yeah. And a lot better than... The only the only other movie I can think that I've seen her in is um, Good Will Hunting, which I like Good Will Hunting quite mm. a lot. I don't particularly like Mini Driver in Good Will Hunting, but I really liked her in this. I thought she was like pretty bang on perfect. Lots of charisma. Um, very interesting. Well-written character. Not a realistic character in my view. <laughs> just, the, just the radio chatter she had. I'm like, that's not a fucking radio presenter. I've she's, heard radio presenters uh, no, in America. She sounds like a fucking like college radio presenter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like very like vapid and just like up. deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like she's like living it up in like her dad's mansion. Like, oh my she, God. She's probably, yeah, it's probably like oh God, he this, probably owns this, the radio This station. movie was so close to being, uh, uh, what's that Dead Poets Society where like people say Dead Poets Society is a good movie. And I say... That is a whole bunch of rich dickheads who have no idea how hard life is going. Isn't it rough that we have to read books? <laughs> I think you misinterpreted Dead Poet Society. No, I Dead feel Poet like I need to bring it. It's complete trash. Oh, it's complete trash. No, no. It, it is 100% so rich old. pamby boys who do not understand what life is about. Wow. Go, We've got no purpose. <laughs> wow. Man, wow. There are people wow, starving. Wow. Go find a purpose. Fuck you. The world doesn't owe you anything. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness, that movie. I know what my film's going to be. Uh, that was my first shot. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're wounded that's on my, the floor. That's my, uh, <laughs> let me just get my second gun out. Um, can't do can't do music. Can't do script. <laughs> well, you've, I well, guess you've, you've already, you already said one. dialogue, so you can have... You fired one early. You just popped off early. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did like the scene after he's killed... Okay, so spoilers. He kills a French assassin, and then his long lost love comes up and sees that he's killed someone. I thought that scene actually struck quite well in a movie that's been pretty like, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the term? Dry comedy. Mm. There's no soundtrack. You're supposed to like hear the language and just, it's a funny scene. That scene was like, oh, that's actually quite dramatic. And it's also well played. And it's also like, makes sense. <laughs> um, so I think that that's But we also all flagged it too. What do you mean? Like we knew it was going to happen. Um, when that fight scene was, was on, 
Oh yeah, I, I we was, knew that yeah, she would sorry, walk in yeah, either we were aware, yeah. while they were yeah, fighting yeah. or after. Because yeah. that was the thing; it was like, oh, they're getting back together. Something has to happen. We initially, like Zach, initially thought, oh, he's going to not show up again. Because oh, originally that was me. he yeah, was oh. mm. I thought he was going to get taken by the assassin people to go ki- get killed somewhere, and he was going to run. But I was wrong, which actually <laughs> I'm kind of happy with because mm. I, I like how it played out. Um, but yeah, no, I love that scene. I mm, think that's a good really scene, well, especially <laughs> in the movie that is predominantly quite funny to me and just interesting to watch. It's good that they can have drama. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can get your guns out. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, oh, I did have it. What was it? Oh, I really like one of the devices they use that never felt like it was um, force feeding me information, but he has like, he has his assistant, he has his therapist and he's also reconnecting with people and they drop all the basically every, yeah, all the, mm. con- like they drop every context and everything through his exposition, talking to different people. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it never yeah. felt like they were dropping it. It was like, Oh, I get it. Like I, l- I learned about the dog. That's why they're here. Like all the devices they use to spoon feed you information never felt like obvious or like too much. It was always like, okay, we're getting a bit of de- stuff here, getting a bit of stuff there. Agreed. Yeah, Slowly I starting like to that. figure out what his past, how it's coming back and what's, uh, important here a really excellent scene for that is when he goes and meets his mum because like they're like it's not entirely like you there is some dialogue that explains it but it's it's a little bit just contextual for the audience he just rocks up to an area that like this looks like an old folks home she doesn't look like I said she doesn't look super young why is she there oh she's looks deluded so clearly like you as an audience just go okay I understand how that plays out and no one needs to spell it out and you can just watch John Cusack be like Huh. <laughs> but oh, also, <laughs> there was. I do have one gripe with that scene. Well, we're not getting like, to our gripe. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like he goes, we haven't what? run out of bullets yet. <laughs> just yet. He goes like, where I've been sending money. Where, where where's that gone? And there's no explanation as to where the money's <laughs> been going. So he's been sending money to this convenience I mean, store for him, years. He's been sending it to his mum. So his mum had it goes wherever your money goes when you get committed. I guess. <laughs> To the state, get, but like, why do you think is it goes post? Did, did they or say like, it goes to the deli? You keep, you were like, oh, it goes to the deli. I'm like, why did you say it goes to the deli? Did you make? Did could he be say wire he, transfer? Yeah, oh, well, okay. If it's but a wire where did you pull the deli? And then now the convenience store from? What these are t- two? You think that he's sending it to a shop? Yeah, yeah, the shop where his house used to be. Okay, okay. You think he's just been sending? Okay, I see. Cash in the thing, in and the you think the envelope. store has just been taking it? Yeah, I you think know that that's a in America that's a federal crime. I'm aware. How else are they affording every letter they open? Yeah, it's like five years jail. They're opening right, other people's mail. That's yeah, very that's serious. Very much legal, yeah. Because <laughs> he's only addressed it to the homeowner, yeah, not yeah. to his. Uh, anyway, yeah. go on. It's a little side thing that was sort of <laughs> in my brain that I didn't quite itch that scratch. Right, that's your little holster, the yep, ankle done. pistol. It's done. Shot. It's done. All right. Morgan? Um, and my other. Um, positive is probably John Cusack's performance is very good in this movie. Like he's, he's doing different things at different times, but he, he, he for some reason he pulls it off really well. Like mm. I, I'm pretty happy with how he goes in this movie. I wasn't sure if it would hold up, but I was like, Oh no, he's great. His chemistry with Minnie's good. His conversations with Dan Aykroyd are always charming. And there's like one scene of them in a, having breakfast together and they both have like one, he's got a bag and everything. It's, it's very good. Yeah, he's actually like, yeah, I, th- I said it in the middle of the movie. I think this is the perfectly casted John Cusack because I, I, I'm up and down on John Cusack. I don't mm. always like him. I don't always think he's a good actor. In this one, his like kooky brand of acting perfectly hits like a oh, hitman. Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's exa- he just doesn't react to things properly, and he and he's like always kind of blank. And but he's also got like a physicality to his movements and shit. Like he's jumping up on the couch when he's talking to his psych at one point. I'm like, yeah, that's good. And he's always like looking around. He's a bit nervous and jittery. Yeah, which is great for his hitman stuff. But then. And he's a bit like restrained all the time. 
Um, mm. But then when he's talking to Dan Aykroyd about shop, it's like he's like comes alive. He's like, yeah, this is what I do. I'm into this. Yeah. Like, I've been chatting, chitting. And it's great. It's, that, that's really good. Yeah, no, I, I think he does a fantastic job with this movie. Oh my God, yeah. It was really like interesting and fun to watch him do that because yeah, not always like, like what he does, but he's good mm. in this. No, I agree. And I was saying before we hit record that 97 was a big year for John Cusack. What else is he in? Uh, Anastasia. Um, uh, it's one of the voice cast. 2012. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it came out in 2012, you idiot. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. No. And, uh, and Con Air. No, 2012 came out in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Con Air? Yeah. That came out in 97? Yes. My, my. I know. <laughs> big year for John. <laughs> This and Conair in one year. And Jurassic Park. <laughs> Craziness. <laughs> Jurassic Park was earlier, but that's oh, fine. Fuck. All right. Okay. Those are the those are just, yeah, just mm. double words. So do we think that there are any shot uh, pistols not shot at this table? Any any positives we haven't talked about at all? Um, I like just also Morgan reaches for a gun. Hank Azaria and uh, his partner. They they don't they're just kind of there adding mm. for mm. most of it. Um, it and they they they're fun to watch. It's just interesting to watch these two guys be like, we can't do anything. We're waiting for him to do something illegal the whole time. And there's like a scene in the bathroom where they're all kind of like there, but without. It's very good. It's very good. And oh, it's not yeah. your typical Hank Azaria performance. Like you think, I know he's like I'm thinking like the Birdcage, Godzilla, right. like where he sort of plays these sort of larger than life type characters. Whereas this was a bit more subdued. In the performance, so I thought it was a yeah, it was yeah, a good yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Uh, yeah. It, it, I, I um, yeah, it's, it's you can act. Good. Uh, <laughs> well done, Hank. <laughs> wherever you are, <laughs> I also love that. So this is a bit spoilery, but like they're talking the whole time. It's like soon as soon as he does it, we're gonna fucking kill him. We're gonna get him. Mm. And then they just like that. It's like it's, you kind of forget about. They then they give you a bit of a pause, and they burst in at the end, and they just both get obliterated. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna say everyone in this movie is just a terrible shot. Like sixty thousand oh, yeah. bullets used instead of just one. Like like as always with any action movie, I just go, oh yeah, John Wick. It's it's interesting to think that in John Wick, it's almost like no bullets are wasted. <laughs> like, that's mm. like, it seems to be their philosophy with, with fucking guns in that in those movies. Unless you're shooting out John Wick, in which case you can never, <laughs> never, never hit shoot him. John never Wick. Never hit him, no, no, no. Um, unless you've got the gun literally against his stomach and yep. then you can shoot through him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, no, it, it's still really good. Fuck, the, the action in this is actually really good. I was about to say that, the, the choreography. Yeah, when was, he's yeah. fighting the guy in the high school, it's like, wow, mm. that's, John Cusack's oh, doing a decent, yeah. like, he's really given it and he seems like it's well, like, it's seems like hot and sweaty and, and, and just intense, which is great. I always like that. Since like, whenever I see like Bruce Willis beat up a guy on the screen, I'm like, damn, that guy, he's just, he just fucking lays into people. Yeah. And it's my favorite thing is like, there's like Bruce Willis fighting where you're fighting. Or this is also like the John Wick thing where it's like the fights are, there's a bit of like trying to figure yeah. out what the other person's going to do. So yeah. you're just kind of like, yeah. you're doing fake moves and then like, yeah. you, then they go for it. And I always like enjoy that. Like it's like back and forth before they go for it. Cause yep. they're both trying to figure out what the other one's going to do. Yep. I'll yeah. always enjoy that a bit. Yeah, that's cool. All right, the Dan Pile Aykroyd, on, Alex. the Dan Aykroyd in the kitchen, <laughs> is that what, when that comes to mind? Yeah, um, God damn, and, and oh, Dan really giving it for these like ten minutes screen time. Great job, great job, God damn. I wonder if they approached him or he was like, I, I want that. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Alex, pile on. What's no, what do you no, we don't need to pile on. It wasn't a bad film by any stretch, so there's no need to pile on. Yeah. Uh, the ending felt a little insincere uh, and sort of... Felt too nice. Yeah, what, sort of too like, neat, too nice. Yeah, big spoilers for this. Mm. 
I, I again, I, I go back to just fucking watch the movie, and this is like spoiling it because like this is quite a pleasant movie to just not know. Um, but yeah, sorry. Mm. No, no, all say I'm that saying. Before we, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I agree. I, I would recommend this movie. It's sort of that. I don't, uh, offbeat's not quite the right thinking, word. Like, this would be a marketing kind of nightmare because you could sell it as an action movie, people would be disappointed. You could sell it as like a, a slice of life comedy, people would be disappointed. Not disappointed, but just like this is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I would probably trailer it as a comedy. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, comedy, romance. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. the romance with a bit of action in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not long kiss good night, uh, which is <laughs> no, it's far <funny>. more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, no, oh no, I am thinking about in Long Kiss of the Night, the scene where they've got her tied to the water wheel. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, that's torture. No, 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 no. I'm talking like, anyway, we're not, <laughs> this is not the Long Kiss Good Night appreciation podcast. Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, badass, you mean. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, no, the ending, you're right. It felt a little bit too neat for this film. It felt a little bit too convenient. It felt like things were sort of wrapped up in a neat little package, which I feel like this whole film never felt like that. Uh, like things a, were always going, you know, somewhat yeah. pear-shaped or, you know, other things were thrown into the mix and to end so neatly, it felt a little bit off. Mm. But I guess how else do you end that film? I don't know. I was thinking Especially maybe in the 90s. The ending was a bit weird, but maybe I was just thinking like if you move him firing his therapist to towards the end and then like going off with Debbie, maybe that's a bit like better. Like goodwill hunting. Is that, yeah. I don't know. I well, it, it ends like <laughs> with, with, if I remember, yeah, he, he leaves Boston and stops doing the maths thing. And so he's not seeing his therapist anymore because his therapist is like, you need to go pursue love. And he goes to pursue love, but that means he doesn't do Yeah, so they, should, they should do goodwill hunting then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that was like an abrupt, weird ending to the psych thing because the psych thing's like kind of really important at the start and then it yep. just kind of gets ditched um, and then doesn't become... Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd have to think about it more. But this this is like a really fertile premise for like a TV series. Although I think Barry mm. is probably too close to this for them to do a show now about it yeah but it would it, i would really i was like this would be really interesting if it was like a four or five episode thing just guy comes into town and yeah it's the hitman stuff but it's written like a dry comedy i think it would play really well and it clearly has because obviously mm. barry's quite successful and i don't know how successful this movie was, i feel like this would have been a cult film i feel like i don't think how successful okay. it would have been the marketing issue would have been well, a big John thing. John Cusack's quite popular. Yeah, but Con Air was also released that same year. I, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. No? People don't go to one movie a year. No, <laughs> it's like if I'm picking one John Cusack film, I'm picking Con Air. Why? That's my <laughs> at point. that time, at that time. But why would they release them at the same time? I don't know. The I'm studios presuming would be insane are. If they were like, we've made two John Cusack movies, we're going to put them on top of each other. Even if they were different studios and they were competing, they'd be like, this is just going to ruin our product and we nah, don't want to do that. the battle of the Cusack. No, Let's you're crazy. Go. You're insane. <laughs> You'd never be letting that boardroom. <laughs> uh, Morgan? Negatives. <laughs> <laughs> this movie? Um, oh, wait. Well, if we're, if we're, if we're roundtabling still on negatives, I, I did have... Yeah, I, I wanted it to be a bit cleverer. Like, there's a point where he goes to talk to his... Uh, Lost Love's father. And yep. I was like, it would be bloody interesting if he was the reason, like he was like, hey, you're fucking clever. I work for the government. You're, I'm recruiting you. 
And he was like, okay, you know, you're, you're someone I trust in my life. I'll do that. And that was the conversation they had. Cause like everyone else, he comes into town and he's always, and they're like, what, what have you been doing for 10 years? You just disappeared. And he's like, I'm an assassin. <laughs> and they're like, ha ha. And he's like, yeah, okay. He just nods <laughs> his head and he goes, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, and everyone plays it as a joke. And like, it's very funny. It's a very funny repetition through the movie that I think is actually even better because it comes back to bite him later on. And then yeah. he says it again, or he says something that he says to his psych again to mini driver and it comes off as incredibly unhinged and it really does feel like a manic episode which is really great actually a great acting from him in that in that scene but i would have liked it a lot if it was just like bit clever still like it was good in that it didn't do like dumb shit like he was kidnapped and then he had to make his way to the reunion or um he ditched her at the reunion for something else but, but we also only find found out the reason why he left in one one-off line, mm. as the house is being shot up, uh, did you catch why no. he ran away at the why he didn't pick her up at prom? No, he left to join the army. No, 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 no. Did you pick it up, Morgan? Mm, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. No, there was there was one thing, and he <coughs> pictured killing someone for the first time. Got scared and goes, "I don't want to be around you," and so that's why I ran. No, he's yeah. talking about prom. He's yeah, talking, the prom. No, yeah. he's talking about th- that day that he's just had. He's like, I, you've just had the mini driver. You just had a conversation with me telling me you don't want to be with me anymore. And I'm sitting in my room thinking about. Oh, no, I thought that back was back at the prom. Maybe. Where he first you imagined. Right, but I don't think there's any mention of him getting shot at at all. I, I, I think, I don't know. I, yeah, I could be very wrong. The, the, the script didn't move Rewind the tape. I think we need to get that. <laughs> that's not how I interpreted him saying that. I interpreted him being like, I've just had like a think in my room after oh, you've I broken see, it down to me and this mm. is how I view the word. Well, and yeah. finally, I now... I like, thought he was finally I mean, I wanted up. to kill anyone until this point. I'm just a good assassin. But now, now that you've thrown it in my face, I do want to kill someone. Yeah. I thought that's what he was saying. So he was like, that's why he finally unwrapped the red package because he was like... Well, fuck it. If I don't, if I don't get the girl, yeah. I might as well be my be an assassin. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna do okay. my job and be like, mm. oh fuck, now I can't do my job because yeah. I that's that's how I thought. Yeah, that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought. It, oh, well, I'm finally that. opening up now because I'm giving it all away. Interesting. Like I didn't kill the father. I went to save the father. I want to change my ways. And this well, is me opening up about why I ran in the first place. No, I don't. Because he never good. gave any sort of. Well, no, he just says I, I freaked out at prom, and then I. Well, because he apparently was incredibly intelligent, so he tested really high. So. I like I like that it's vague because I interpreted that as like he tested really high and then the army came to him and said because he filled out some form of the army did his entrance exam and they were just like you're coming to the secret base that we have to train assassins CIA is going to pick you up no problem you're going now that's just how it is you you your life's done <laughs> no problem um but like I also like they don't linger on it because mm. it gives more time for him to just be a character in in the moment oh no so you I see agree more of him at the time. After he's like kind of matured, but he obviously, I don't know. That's that's how I thought of it. Still a negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I just wish the script had been just a little bit smarter. But I don't know how if that's fair. Like when he was reaching into his locker and he grabbed that thing, I would have just laughed as shitload if he had a gun <laughs> in there. Oh yeah, and well, you're like, why the fuck would he have a gun in high school? It's just a little <laughs> thing. Never found like, in ten yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, it's never found. Well, the the weed, the joint was never found. So yeah, anyway. Do you you've no. done your negatives? Mm. Your negatives? Um, I just think so, and it's kind of because it's wrapping up the movie. It kind of brushes past very fast. But so he, he kills a guy at the school union. Uh, there's an assassin after him. He kills him, and then uh, like good old best friend, I think Pete or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, Jump, Pete jumps in, helps him get rid of the body, and they both kind of have a moment at the bar where they're just staring. And then that, but that's it. You don't ever come back to it. Like I feel like 
But it's, he's a good friend at all, but still they should have like a debrief at some point, right? Oh, like, is or is he just like, we're never going to speak of this again? <laughs> like, I don't know. It was very I, like... Is he just going to disappear again for 10 years now that he's with Mini Driver? Yeah. I, that changed my opinion on Pete as well. I was like, Pete's a fucking weirdo, <laughs> creep, loser. And that he helps his friend that he hasn't seen for 10 years ki- like dispose of a body. I was like, fuck, that's a, that's a move. <laughs> that is a big loyalty move. Someone wants his friend back, okay? Yeah. You do, the, you do those things for friends. That's, yeah, that's fair. He, he did need validation in his mm. life. Maybe now he He wasn't valid. getting it from that girl. <laughs> well, he apparently well, they did. were dancing were together dancing, later in the night. Dancing. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> God, that's a, just a fucking... Oh, I had something about a funny joke that it's not the thing where he's like, oh, I'm an assassin to everyone, but there's something else that's just like a repeated joke throughout the movie that I, I just had in my mind and then it's just gone. What was it? I don't know. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Do you have anything else for me? Yeah. Any uh, final thoughts on this movie? Just because it's been a while. So we're going to have a big old on. catch up uh, on what we're watching, but mm. I reckon Look. people should check. I like it. I still think it holds God, up. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, yeah. Watch it. hundred percent watch it. Fuck mm. it. <laughs> no, thank you, Morgan. I was really glad. This is the beauty of this podcast. There are films... I would never have come across this film, I don't think. I would never even, like... Even if I saw the, the title, I'd be like... like is this uh, going on the uh, Norwich Family Movie Night recommendations Oh, I think it might list. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because the, tr- the the poster for it is, is like Shit a romance ass. comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I'm not watching some rom- rom-com <laughs> with with uh, fucking uh, John Cusack. I don't care. I've seen that before. <laughs> but this is great. Yeah, anyway. Um, well... Uh, so we're just going to slip into what we've been watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, oh, hold on. If hold you on. haven't seen it, check it out. So I feel like I need to I slap just, both. It's on Disney+. Plus. It is. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like our reunion won't be as eventful. So just, just putting it out we there. We can kill someone if you want. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'll hire if, a French assassin. If anyone <laughs> from our school is listening and they are a hitman, yeah, yeah, yeah. please come to the reunion. I'd love to hear all about your job. You're living my dream. <laughs> I'd love for you to walk up to me and say, I'm an assassin. <laughs> and then we can all laugh. Yeah, and I'll look at you and go, oh no, they heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing for me. <laughs> the deep, dark secret. Uh, oh. oh, fuck. Okay, all right. Whew, shake it out, boys. That mm-hmm. was the movie. We're done. We're done. Come on, Nosh. Get your hands. Oh. Shake it out. Shake it out. All right. Let's talk about, I don't know. What have we watched? <laughs> we haven't seen each other since Christmas. There were a fair few movies that came out right around Christmas time. I don't remember what we talked about, but there is one big one from Marvel that's come out that we... Pr- I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. I've got some thoughts about it, but they're not really important. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. Spider-Man. <laughs> there is that was ages. Sure, we talked about no, this. we must no. have. We did a Christmas episode. No. Chris, that was before Spider-Man had come out. Wow. All right. Yeah. It's right because we filmed it before <laughs> December 15th. Is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. good movie. <laughs> is, is movie good? <laughs> is good movie. Defoe act the good. <laughs> Defoe do own stunts. Great. Defoe do stunt own. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Garfield must respect <laughs> do good when written good <laughs> Toby Maguire's shocking value for money <laughs> alright that's my summary of Spider-Man done sorted packed in a little box put under the yeah, table I feel it like was everything I wanted yeah, there's more. nothing else we can really add except that yeah it was, it's good it was Honestly, everything I wanted at this point if you've seen it you've seen it if you haven't seen it you clearly don't give a shit yeah. so yeah. it's like so this is a story Alana was complaining about this yesterday a friend from her work literally just saw it the other day and then was mad because one of her other friends overhyped it and she didn't think that it was worth oh. it in the end. And I'm like, that's your own problem. That a, is, you waited this is, long and B, you let someone else tell you. And it's like, but I, what did you expect at that point? Like I what was the big thing that yep. was going to happen? I do sympathize with the idea that a movie is ruined because someone's like, this is the best movie ever. Oh, I, it's not the best movie ever. I went in reverse. I was like, I think this movie is going to be shit. It's the third <laughs> one of the series. 
I don't really care. I Hasn't like. Had I, good I history. Under, I understand uh. what is they're going to do for this movie. I get it. Don't really give a shit. And then I was like, oh, this is actually just kind of really pleasant. It's pretty funny. Uh, Tom Holland does a really good job. Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya does a really, really good job. Yeah. Yeah, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. All I the just villains. don't understand. Right. Like, like I never let. Like, I can never let. I don't understand how people other let, uh, people let other people like people like the best movie ever. I'm like, I'll go in, I'll take out one of it, and then but then it's like, what do other people expect? Oh, it's best movie ever. Oh, it's Spider Man. All the Avengers going to be in it. Oh, only three Spider Men. Uh, oh, okay, I'm underwhelmed. It's like, what? What, what were you expecting, Alex, Alex? This is this is the difference between you and Morton. You don't like people. <laughs> so you don't trust them. <laughs> so if someone says to you, this is the best movie ever, you'll be like, I understand that it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I go in the movie, I take out what I want. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like with Spider-Man, I think I was telling you, maybe, I don't know, is that, Yes, there was lots of like nostalgia, but it wasn't just shoved in there. It's like, oh, remember this? Remember they this? did. They, they built the story into the narrative. To, to to give the nostalgia. So clearly, the yes. nostalgia was the point. Of course, but they at least put quite a lot of effort into making the story seem legitimate and not just a mm. nostalgia. Trip. And it was it was, for want of a better phrase, rooted in the emotion, grounded in the emotion of Tom Holland's Spider Man. And yes, and, and that, that was that the is whole point. Quite successfully, yeah. Like Tom Holland clearly was given either some incredible direction or really, really is a good actor, which I'm yet to see in a movie that isn't Spider Man. Well, <laughs> wait, wait for, wait for uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Oh no, that's I've seen. What's that? The Netflix movie, um, uh, The Devil All the Time. He's pretty good in that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. All right, so I had packed Spider-Man. it away Tick. and now it was unpacked for a little bit so I'm going to pack it back up, put it on the right. table. What else has been watched over the holidays? Uh, go, Alex, go. I saw uh, Dune. Yeah, uh, yeah have we yeah, talked Dune. about Dune? You, you guys had, but I hadn't seen it. Yeah, oh, he hadn't seen God, it. God, I love so that movie. I saw, I really liked it, yeah. really enjoyed it. Looking for, I'm glad they're getting a part two. So I'm Well, yeah, really, I want yeah. there to be a part three, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's enough in there. Um. But fuck yeah, that movie! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Especially like, just recently I've read the book in the last like couple of years and really liked the book. The book mm. is really like old, but pretty st- still very good. And watching the movie and going, this is such a good adaptation that's so fantastic at visually showing people oh, who yeah. know everything about the universe exactly what they kind of want, mm-hmm. but then just being really simple for an audience that has no idea what oh, is. listen, and I wasn't lost. Like, I, I wouldn't call myself, like, a big no. uh, fan, but I was never lost at any point. No. Where I, you know, I attempted watching the David Lynch film afterwards, and I was lost <laughs> at many points. I <laughs> have such a soft spot for that movie. I think that movie has got such... I think it's gorgeous. So it much looks good. good in that uh, movie. But yes. And then you hit the point where they're in the sand, and then it's like this is clearly the point where the studio are like you need to stop cut the funds David yeah you need to stop taking (laughs) millions of dollars to build a big fetus (laughs) which I think that was the right call (laughs) I think build more big fetuses yeah yeah fair fair Because like the opening scene for the David Lynch one is probably better than the opening scene for this one, except this one is just a good movie the whole way through. Anyway, yes, <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, the other one that sort of surprised me a little bit, uh, Don't Look Up. I've not seen that yet. Yeah, I, I peep, that got some mixed reviews. I liked it. I really liked it too. I liked it also. And I feel like Timothy a lot Chalamet of- was a fucking love finger loom <laughs> potatoes. He's great in that movie. <laughs> can I be? Can I be deep in your car? <laughs> Um, Very good. And Kate Blanchett, I didn't even recognise her, but mm. that teeth work. Anyway, mm. uh, but I think a lot of the criticism of that film was 
from people that the film was deliberately criticizing. So the film deliberately sort of maybe I do need to watch it, but like <laughs> I ripped off a lot of the media and I news. Essentially, get like because I, from what I've seen, and mm. I haven't seen the movie. Mm. I feel like it's kind of an analogy for people ignoring climate change. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I feel like it's incredibly. What's the word? Uh, talking down to. You like it's a if you're talking condescending. Condescending. Thank you. It's incredibly condescending and also really ignorant of who you are for the the actors that are lined up in that movie to do that because i understand that they have a stance that they put out and but from what i know about their like personal lives they really don't live a life that supports Mm. green you know a a green lifestyle so i think it's quite ridiculous for them to be criticizing people about you know you're not paying attention to how the world ends it's like yeah but we don't have to listen to things just because you're saying it, Hollywood. That that's that'd be my takeaway. Mm. But again, that's probably not fair because I've not seen the movie. And I feel you also like have shit takes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this film was deliberately like trying to comment on that falsity okay, yeah, of Hollywood and the media and things. So I feel like a few people felt a bit called out, mm. and I feel like that's, that's why, why there like, was a lot of negative. And I, I saw it and I went, "Man, it's right. Humans, yeah. we're pretty <laughs> trash. I love it. Humans suck." And there's one proud to be in, human. There's one like through line throughout there about this generals that charged uh, money. That's my favorite. Thing. Why did he charge us for? So they go to the White House to meet the president, and they're with this general. And this general's like, "Oh, you want some drinks and snacks?" And they're like, "Yeah, okay, we've been waiting for a bit. Why not?" And he goes and he comes back with the drinks. He goes, "That'll be twenty dollars, all right." And so they hand over the twenty dollars. And then later on, they find out that they were all free, the drinks and the things. They're like, why did the general charge me the $20? And, just like, and she's just always just like, he's a five-star general. <laughs> why did he charge us $20 for the snacks? <laughs> why? They just keep coming back to it. And I'm like, it's okay, so that's good. A, that's a pretty well-written joke. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It is an interesting... Yeah, the pacing is weird as well. I it is, it's yes. It's very... I know. I enjoyed it. I liked it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Go on. I'm sure you've. Oh, there, there is, there is. I just, you know, want others to have a turn. As well. I, no, well, I want all right, you to I'm going to smash out your list. I'll throw I, out another movie that came out that we may have. Seen. Ghostbusters Afterlife. No, I didn't uh, see that. No, didn't have an interest. Yeah. In it. I, I enjoyed it. Mm. I quite liked it. Mm? Um, okay. it's yeah, it's similar but different enough from the first one. Like, there's yeah, I don't know. I feel like some people there's the end. There's one bit at the end where I'm like, oh, of course. But uh, okay. <laughs> I get of it. Course. But no, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like, Alex, I don't know why you have, I feel like you'd be into it. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to see it. I just haven't yeah. got around to it. Uh, another one that I saw, I finally, finally, I wasn't able to see it in cinemas. I was a bit busy. And so I got it on the DVD. Uh, physical media is not dead, Zach. Uh, <laughs> Halloween Kills, the sequel to 2018. Was <laughs> it worth the wait? <laughs> was it worth oh. the DVD? Oh. I feel like you should get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> I... Enjoyed it. Evil dies tonight, Nosh. <laughs> uh, prepare to hear that quite a bit in this film. It's like a mob that chants, you know, evil dies tonight. Oh. And they try and play, like, there's this, you've all seen Broadchurch, yeah? Yeah. And there's this really powerful scene where Filch is being hounded by this mob yep. for doing something he didn't do and ends up killing himself. Halloween yes. Kills tries to do something similar. Yes. Not nearly as effectively, no. but they do try. And no. so I admire no. the trying. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I want to call out is I saw Encanto. Oh, I saw Encanto. I have also seen Encanto. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this. Mm. <laughs> Sing our praises. <laughs> Can I say, yes. as someone who's... I love big, generational trauma. <laughs> uh, not a particularly big Disney fan 
or like I I don't think everything. I think this is the best Disney movie they've put out since Moana. I think it's fantastic, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that like it's. I think it's fan. I think it's like fucking top tier. Honestly, it's honestly, I've watched it like three times. And I'm like, it kind of is just really well put together, mm-hmm. super well put together, and it's different, and it's an interesting like fairy tale kind of thing, but it's also got quite a nice message in there. I love the ending. It's great, great movie. I was um, a little confused at the start. I thought the entire town was their family. <laughs> and uh, you're an idiot. And then I realized after the end of the song that no, there were some non-magical folk. I thought this is X Men, uh, but no. It do you wasn't. think all the X Men are related? <laughs> <laughs> that how do they get the mutant genes? Yeah, out? how do they get the drink? No, from the mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the singular mum, the yeah, one that's, mum. That's in the movies. They say, well, the mutant gene actually passed down from. That's the why mom. it's called from the mum. That's why it's called <laughs> your fault. Mutant mm, for mum and mm, for mutant. Can we just <laughs> let him go with this. <laughs> Uh, Continue. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I really enjoyed Encanto. I was quite frustrated with the Abuela character. The whole movie, I was the like... The whole movie. That bitch is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wake up. You just wanted to, you know, come on. Mm. Uh, but I really liked it, really enjoyed it. Uh, I had uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno stuck in my head for many, apparently many days um, afterwards. Apparently it's the most popular Disney song that's ever been put out into the charts. Oh, come on. That what can't about be right. It Frozen. Go. People fucking no, love it, Frozen. It, out, it, out, it. it really? outranked, it's wow. outranked wow. Let It Go. That's crazy. Yeah. Turns out not the, the whole world is not white. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's fun to learn. <laughs> um, no, great movie, Morgan. Mm. Do you have any additional thoughts? Oh, I, I loved it. Um, it's really fun being like, oh, uh, Lynn clearly wrote this for himself, but then they didn't let him sing it. Great. Love it. <laughs> I'm speaking of the character of Bruno. Yes. Oh. You, if you, that is 100% yeah. Lynn writing that character for himself. Right. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Very nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Uh, very fun movie. It's got some good bops. I really like um, Louise's song as well. Yep. That's great. Some I fun like visuals in there. As her well. older mm. sister's song. I think that's a fantastic the song. The ode to uh, older siblings. Mm. Uh, I like to call it, you know, about being under pressure and having to perform. Really? Yeah. The ode to older siblings, yeah. Really? You wouldn't get it. Um, so. <laughs> You're talking about this big, strong woman. Yep. Not the eldest sister who is so self-obsessed. No, no, no. no, no. She's not the eldest. She's the middle child. The beautiful child is the the oldest. No, no. I thought... uh, You need to watch it again, dickhead. He's right. (laughs) (laughs) My entire life's alive. That... that. (laughs) Pressure to perform? That's middle children, Yeah, it's it's really... That's middle children, mate. She's like 21. Louisa's like 17, 18. And then Mirabelle's like... 15. It's really weird. Like, they don't mm. seem that age when you think about it, but that's pretty much what the mm, okay, ages are, okay. I think. Um, I also liked that there seems to be enough room for potentially an Encanto 2. I think there's enough room. It doesn't room. need it doesn't to come need out. To, but I, would, I, I will say it's probably the only Disney movie like that I've seen. I've been like, I would actually like to see the musical because there are enough family mm. members they don't touch on. Like, I would kind of like to see more songs about the family. and the Like that, that one suffer. that could hear... The one Everything. that can hear, the one that the can change sister. into different yeah. people. I'm like, that's something. Surely that's something, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I yeah. also love that I was I got bored the other day. I'm like, all right, strength, sure. Can see how that's useful. And I'm like, how is it like how is it useful to be able to change into different people? Like, surely you could just get someone at the same height if you need to lift something. Like, there's just like, what are the uses for some of these powers? <laughs> Talking to animals, all right, you can yeah, see there's yeah. a use for that. Uh, healing people, obviously, changing the weather. It just kind of gets more diluted as you go down, and you're like, <laughs> What 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 are the uses for some of these realistically for what gifts, you need? They're gifts that you need to share with the community. <laughs> Why do you need to... to see the future? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no, that's fine. I, Good I, movie. I, I did like. Why would you want to hear everything everyone says? That's that's oh, got to be gross. To. Yeah, that's, that's got to be that's disgusting. Not a gift. That's, a, yeah, that's a curse. <laughs> yep. And she's so happy. You're like, I don't think you want to hear everything people <laughs> say. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> no. Um, uh, no, good. Okay, what else? So I've called out like four or five things. So guys, come on. Uh, <laughs> I saw the King's Man, the Kingsman prequel. Oh, I haven't seen, that, I haven't seen it. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think toward there's like just trying to get the story going. There's some weird pacing stuff. Like I don't think it needed to be fixed. I just wasn't expecting it. Mm. It was like oh weird. Okay, uh, I enjoyed it. I mm. thought Got the, the same, like action shit because the action in the Kingsman movies are fucking solid. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit more like it's got some. It's just light because it's still building that story. Like it's just less. Mm. Whereas the other ones, were, a trilogy, yeah, whatever it is, it's I trying agree. to build the stuff. But there is some stuff in there, and but it's yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I was it, there was a couple of moments I just wasn't expecting, mm. and I was okay. like, oh fuck, all right. But no, it's really it's good. Are we talking like Elton John in the sequel? Not expecting, or are we talking? <laughs> no, I'm talking like story beats <laughs> oh, where I, I was see. like, I did not. Oh, okay, it's a bit darker mm. than the other, and it's like, and it's yeah, it's a bit more like gritty. Which is interesting because the the Kingsman movies are like. Yeah, the yeah, it's probably heavy topics, but in a yeah. light way. Yeah, it's because right. it's a war movie, so they've mm. actually. And I was like, yeah, oh, but okay. they've got some World War stuff in there. Where I'm like, oh fuck, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, that's probably worth checking out okay. if you like the Kingsman movies. Yep. Uh, what else has come out? There's been a bunch out. There has. Who knows? Yeah, in Kingsman, uh, the Lost Daughter. I watched that, which is the uh, Olivia Coleman. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie directed. Gyllenhaal one. It's on Netflix? It is. Yes. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, interesting. Not really my cup of tea, but okay. people seem to like it. Yeah. It was it, it was pretty. It's Olivia Coleman doing Olivia Coleman. Like so it's you, just like a showcase for an act. Okay, fair enough. Like it's like act Good Olivia, choice. act. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll act all right. I like the shit out of this. Uh, yeah. Um also if we're talking new movies, Gold just came out on stand. It's the Zach Efron it, movie. Yeah. Uh Fuck, man. Makes me want to wear sunscreen so bad. Uh, it is... Oh, I it already is, have that feeling today. It is, like, brutal watching. Oh. Like, it is, like... I was like, what is this fucking movie? It's very... I don't know. It's, like... It's, like... like I was, this is like a Robert Pattinson in his period, like where he was doing weird there is shit. No and I was way like, Zac Efron's that good an actor. Like, I, I, I don't, don't mind him. He's charming, but he's not a good actor. Watch I mean, out. it's, it's going to be Batman after Pattinson. It's, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like ninety percent him the entire movie. That, so. That'd be the funniest Batman ever, dude. I think someone got killed. It's, it's interesting. It's very, and they just kind of drop you in the world, mm. and then like, like I had to like figure stuff out, and I was like schooling people. I'm like, actually, it's. Filmed in South Australia, but technically I think it's in Afghanistan because you see the street sign that has Arabic on it. Yep. But they don't really tell you that. And there's like some kind of event that happened in America. It's weird shit. Mm. But it's just, it's, I don't know, it's fun. I reckon, mm. I don't know, Zach, you might like it. Alex, okay. you might like it. Check it out. I'm okay. always wearing sunscreen, so. Oh, it's just like, I'm that's like, like, dude, keep the hat. I, I didn't know what this was about. And you said gold. I've I never wear sunscreen. I've never like, seen someone's skin look so fucking terrible oh wow like i was just like holy shit wow interesting so is this some kind of bodybuilder thing what is this? no no he's just in like he's in In the sun sun for for a long time in the middle of a desert right we're talking like burn on top of burn on top yeah right right. okay i thought this was like going crazy and i thought this was like some kind of examination of like melanoma or something it's just it's deep he's just in the middle of fucking nowhere with like no shade and it's got that creepy dude i um who was in that zombie australian zombie film Mm. 
Uh, Martin, Sh- Martin Freeman. No, no, the one who was uh, kidnapped. The it's also got the oh. wife from the zombie. Oh, movie. really? It's, yeah, she's in it as well. Oh, interesting. It's good. It's, I think they're like the only three characters. So. <laughs> oh, so this is a COVID movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, any oh, other movies? Man. I've got a bunch of stuff that I rewatch, but let's talk about new stuff. Anything fun first? Uh, so I have seen a. F- Few mo- I, I watched House of Gucci with a friend. The other I day. keep being like, I want to see it. And I, I was like, I don't want to that see it. That has to be one of the funniest movies Ridley Scott has ever made. Intentionally. It looks like, funny. It's it funny, does funny look as funny. shit. Um, but probably like, hmm. I think you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you probably would like it. I, Adam do, I do really want to see Adam it. Adam Driver's really, really good. Al Pacino's really good. Uh, I... I think a lot of people have said that Jared Leto uh, is probably doing too much. But honestly, honestly, I think he's doing exactly what he's asked to do. Uh, and I think it's great <laughs> just because it's just hilarious. Uh, and Lady Gaga is great, but I, I kind of think Adam Driver steals it a little bit. Just how the fuck do you he's get great. away from He's, he's so good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd say that if you get the opportunity. It's very long. Mm. So like, strap yourself in it feels like such a long movie but it's an interesting story i didn't know anything about it and an interesting thing to know Mm. uh i saw the french dispatch which was probably the movie from the last couple months that i wanted to see the most Mm -hmm. and it was exactly what i was thought it was going to be and it was pretty entertaining and very funny timothy chalamet is good uh everyone in that fucking movie yeah it's so good uh but it's different i I, like I i think i keep harping on this point but i reckon like if Wes Anderson's going to keep doing stuff like that, it's like just give him a Wes Anderson TV show mm. where he can do because it was it's like three different stories and they're all connected by this one like you know overarching thing the the, the French Dispatch which is the, the magazine and it's like you you could just make these three different movies they do feel different enough feel, like they've all got similar like cinematic style to them I think they're all black and white but you could have just made them different if you want to keep doing this shit I'd love to watch that shit Wes mm-hmm. but you know still. You know, Wes Anderson, which is so weird. <laughs> you can still say that. Like, if you don't like Wes Anderson, fine. If you like Wes Anderson, go watch it because it's a Wes Anderson fucking yes, movie. Yes, yes. Um, and the other movie I saw on Netflix, which I wanted to note, which I don't know if either of you would have seen, is... So I, I've been, like, culling my subscription services and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm done with Netflix and I'm going to I'm gonna unsubscribe. I, I click on it and it instantly it's like, come watch The House. Have you guys seen The House? No. Uh, no. Uh, it is a stop motion... Uh, like cotton doll animation movie and it is great. It's kind of horror, kind of surreal. Very interesting. Probably not the best thing ever, but Mm -hmm. it had, it got all these points for style Mm -hmm. because I've never seen, I was so happy with someone making a movie like this. That is horror. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, there's something about this style that lends really, really well to the horror thing, and it was because uh, you don't often see like I'm just trying to think of another stop motion horror. I, there's type. there's something from like 1999 called uh, Jack and Jill or something like that. It's right. about like a guy's life, and it's quite brutal because it's just like oh, Mary Max, you Mary mean? Max, yeah. yeah, yeah, like that that that's close, but not at all what this mm. just in terms of how yeah yeah the subject matter. But this one is like, yeah, great. I loved it. Don't know particularly to say Morgan you'd like it. You might like it just for the... But I thought the style of it, I was like, fuck, please keep making more. And it was like very Wallace and Gromit because it's a British company as well. So a lot of the voice acting is really good and British. Um, I I was so into it. I'm like, fuck, if you make 
another one of these. And if you keep like, I was like, fuck, Netflix has got me again. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out there, they do something like that. They drag like, well, me back in. <laughs> how do I say no to that? Like no one else is making shit like that. That's mm. perfect. Mm. Um, so that was the thing I wanted to know. And like TV shows, fuck. I, I keep trying. I tried to watch the Boba Fett show. Oh. I think we've talked about this. I don't know. And I was just like, this is bad. And I don't the, care. The latest episode was the best episode ever. And it was literally just season three, episode one of The Mandalorian. That's all it was. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best episode ever. And it's just The Mandalorian. <laughs> I was so mad because like crime is such an interesting topic. And, and being the newly... Uh, like designated head of a crime syndicate can be so fascinating. Mm. Having to go through the organizational ranks and how crime works and they just strip it back to the most uninteresting. And I've only seen like two episodes. Yeah, I've like, only it seen is so three. uninteresting and bland and like he's doing a good job, the, the main dude. He's really putting effort into it. And same with... Um, oh, I didn't really... Yeah. Fennec Shand. Yeah, yeah. Fenric, yeah. Mulan. Yeah, Mulan. It's just like, fuck, I don't care. God, you've just made crime so uninteresting and unimportant, and like well, there's no I don't, consequences. I don't even for call it a crime show. No, exactly, and that's so I w- stupid. And I, I don't even think of it as a crime show. Yeah, I I would watch it more if it was a crime show, but it's not. It's just Boba Fett. That's and, all and it Tatooine's is. Tatooine's just boring. Like I'm like, I don't give a shit about Tatooine. Who cares about the sand people anymore? Who cares about this? Dude, stuff? just if you want, just don't even watch it. Just watch the latest episode. Yeah, it, just stop. It is very that. important because yeah. it is literally just a Mandalorian episode in the middle that. You're probably gonna need. For this yeah. Okay. Okay. Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> just, yeah. It's uninspired. Boring. See, this, this is why I want them to do like CSI on Coruscant, something that is just risky but new. And Star Wars is big. Star Wars is a big old universe, mm. and you've got a lot of like backstory for a lot of different planets that you could do. No one's done Narshadar on film, I don't think. Narshadar is exactly mm. what you want for a crime syndicate. The whole planet is a big crime syndicate. You could do that so fucking easy. But that, that's just, risky. I feel like, you know, we have another character that's got to be redeemed. On Tatooine as well. And it's like another Tatooine. Show. How is that going to be interesting? The well, Obi-Wan I think the Obi Wan. Uh, I don't think he's staying on Tatooine. No, no. I, I, I think they're moving like, him around. I think I care about that for you and McGregor. I care about it for Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. He's getting the redemption. Okay, then I don't care about it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, it does Boba Fett... Like, we were given no indication, no indication before this show that this guy's a main character. Yeah. He's always been that secondary yeah. one off the side. Doesn't is he, he work so much better? As a side character, as yes. pretty much what The Mandalorian is. He, he Like, The Mandalorian's just stolen his thunder because that's, yep, like, that's, exactly that's the right. most interesting version of Boba Fett that exists. Mm-hmm. And having him be an actual person that has to make decisions and you watch him and go, you're just not cool. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit that you are trying to be fair in as a crime lord. That doesn't, I don't give a shit. There's like boring. that one episode in the last season of Mandalorian where the stormtroopers and he's kicking ass. Yeah. And it's like, this is, this is amazing. And then they've given him a show and I'm like, you're just getting the ass beat, like beaten out of you all the time. And you're just, not, pod, you're just uh, not cool anymore. Like, he was like badass in that one episode. And now I'm just like, what are you doing? Why man? does anyone, why are you the, why are you a crime lord of anything? Why are we putting the Power Rangers Why are you in doing this show? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I was thinking about, like, history. History has so many examples of shit you could just ape off the pit. Like, there was this, like, Chinese pirate queen who has the most interesting life. She started as this, like, oh, yeah, sex slave. Awesome. Then she, she she married some pirate guy, killed him, took his ship, and then started, like, just growing a fleet. And she got a fleet so big that the Chinese government at the time was like, um, we can't fight you. How about we give you, I think, they Hong it. Kong? They just sold her <laughs> yeah. Hong Kong and they made her like a, Protector a duke of or a duchess yeah. or something. And and she became like head of the Chinese Navy because she was just so powerful. I'm like, 
why not just fucking steal that story? What, that's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And just attach Boba Fett somewhere in there. I just think there. they should have just made it more of like a crime. That, like, let's explore, like, make him like an ominous... Like, and but then how do we have to redeem him? How like, crime, do we have to? No, you don't redeem no. him at all. Make it, uh, make it fucking... The, the sim- only no, good no, thing no, is no. we might be getting Cad Bane. Cad Bane. That's I've the only thing. saving grace. I've heard really. a lot about Cad Bane. And I'm like, that, that could be good. I would like to see that. But I'm... The latest, epi- the latest episode was just like, oh, give me more Mandalorian. <laughs> but I think he's going to be in the series ongoing, so yeah, I'll have okay. to watch yeah. it the, the moment I hear this is a Star Wars show with a character that we ha- we've we made up, I'll be like, fuck yes, finally. They made up Cad Bane. Yeah. They made up the Mandalorian as well, which is good. But <laughs> Ahsoka. No, no, no. You don't understand what I'm talking about, Nosh. Again, I don't know how... We've been doing this for like three... We've known each other for 15 years. How do you not understand what I meant? <laughs> I, know, I know what you meant. I was just joshing oh, with you. But uh, yeah, I just think the st- uh, book of Boba Fett's just very um, disappointing. Yeah, so good. It, like, is anyone else tired of the fact that Disney can now just be like, here's the assembly line? No, is, is I really... Is Dave really involved at all in this book of John Boba Favreau's Fett? written all the episodes. See, I think this is the problem. Yeah. Dave gets it. I don't know if John gets it. <laughs> I think I think I think Dave directed an episode. Oh, Mach- Mach- Machete's in the Star Wars universe now. Yeah, <laughs> in, Danny he, Trago. He was in, yeah. he was in the uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, episode. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> Robert was... bringing out all the old friends. Uh, Unbelievable. But yeah, I don't know. I like that I get to go on Disney and like every couple months there's like a new Marvel or Star Wars show. I like that. Yeah. I just prefer if there were at least like a, a certain caliber. Like I feel like Bob <laughs> is the first time I've been like a bit let down. Like all the others, I'm like, I enjoy this. I oh, like okay. I like weekly on a Wednesday watching my show. I enjoy I that. Like and now I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like Captain America was a bit... I still enjoyed it. Yeah. See, I, that's fine. It's like they're making content. It's there. I will watch it. I enjoy waiting week to week. It's like for different like, levels of expectation. I think Morgan's just like, you know, this is what I want this and I get this. Yeah. So far I've gotten this. And you're like, I just want it to be a bit better. <laughs> I'm like, I'd like it to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Good as subjective. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's that's happening. Uh, while we're on uh, Disney Plus stuff, uh, we watched very recently, literally the other night, um, The Rescue, which is the story of them, the uh, soccer team in the cave. Oh. And it is the best documentary I've ever watched. Like wow. the story and like the explanation and like these, these, these hobbyist divers, these hobbyist cave divers, and their plan to get them out mm. is it's just a compelling story and a really interesting documentary. Wow. Cause I remember when it was on the news, I didn't fully understand it and then just watching it. And it's, it's actually like amazing. Cause it's also like, it's been long enough. I didn't remember the facts. I'm like, do any of them die? Oh, I don't know. But it is just like, I'm just looking at this whole story and it's like, this is amazing. Like this mm. tragedy happened. And then it, best documentary I've seen in fucking forever. Very, very good. High recommendations, especially if like you enjoy documentaries and like, mm disasters and like stuff about i think it's in yeah thailand or no forget where it was but yeah it was thai Mm. um yeah great and like the cave system and everything made me want to go caving a little bit again (laughs) but uh yeah very good documentary on disney plus as part of the discovery oh yeah yeah, yeah. channel stuff so that one's definitely worth checking out uh i've got actually another documentary i think oh a couple of documentaries uh cheer season two came out um Definitely a lot more about the uh, the way the success of Cheer Season 1 has impacted the uh, the Season 2 team. And also the What's cheer? It's a Netflix show. documentary about cheerleading. Right. And then there was all it's the... It's like Dance Moms meets... Uh, 
Ant's mum's mates. I'll go to my house. <laughs> but yeah, so it's because season one was all about, and now season two is about how they're dealing with all the fame. And there was the Jerry being a, a sexual pedophile stuff yeah, that yeah. they've had to come into now. So it's a bit, there was like the whole moment where the FBI was like busting him and it was like on season two. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what I'm here for. Uh, and then <laughs> Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts came out, which was quite nice. I oh, really so? enjoyed watching these actors just hang out and be friends again. Oh, sorry. I thought and you were talking about the Helen Mirren game show shows. No, no, this out. is like the, oh, you're talking about the reunion, the, the reunion yeah, 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 special no. they did. Mm. And it was really, I really liked it because I all enjoyed it. And then they just had a couple of interviews from J.K. Rowling and it was always like recorded on this date a couple of years ago. <laughs> and it was just like, let's not touch, let's not ignore. And then it's just all about the magic of making the movie. And then like a lot of the actors and just listening to them talk about, I'm like, that sounds like the funnest experience mm. of a lifetime mm. and all these friends you have and everything. And then, yeah, they're watching them reunite is just very, it's very nice. And then like, I noticed like very quickly after Harry Potter became very popular on Netflix again, after it came out, but I don't know, we re- we watched it last year and then watching that was just nice to seeing like what the actors are up to yeah. and how they feel about it a couple of years on. And then talking about how they got the roles and stuff. Mm. And like Robbie Coltrane was like oh, talking about Hagrid. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Now we talked about how, you know, in 50 years this film will be there for kids to enjoy, but yeah. I won't be there. I was genuinely thinking, I wonder what the next generation will think of Harry Potter, and I think they'll ditch it quick. <laughs> <laughs> the books probably will stay. I, d- I don't know about the movies. I think the movies have got a long time on them. They're still very... I, I know a lot of people who still show their kids mm. Harry Potter. And, you know, think about all the people around our age that like these films and okay, will I show these films to their children yep. when they have them. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if a five-year-old would appreciate the Deathly Hallows movie. Is my no, opinion. no, no. I don't think you'd show them at I five. Think the fir- the one you'd show two, them at around right. the same age as Harry Potter. So you'd show them at around age 11. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, interesting. I wouldn't show. I'd be showing my kids deer hunting at that time. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> the Silence of the Lambs, you're 12. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I watched The Silence of the Lambs at 12. And look at you. Well How do you adjusted. not remember what being a... You would have watched it as well. No, How do you I didn't. No. Being a 12 year old. Quite famously. You're crazy. I, my parents I were very you're restrictive. Gonna be, you're going to have a culture shock when you run into a 12 year old and be like, oh, yeah, they're not children. <laughs> my God, I was a monster. <laughs> No, I was always a delight. <laughs> I was so keen to watch Family Guy when I got to high school. I was like, we know. okay. We know Bo Burnham, okay? We know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're going to have a rude awakening with your kids. <laughs> Interesting. This is Harry Potter and it's magical. Shut up, Dad. I'm going out with my friends. <laughs> but it's movie night. <laughs> <laughs> when we listen back to the podcast of Daddy on the this podcast. This is why Mum left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck. Something to look forward to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got more, but did you guys yes, have no, anything go, else you want to talk no, about? No, no, no you sure? I just wanted to. I like feel like I've got a lot. Segue over to Nosh's sad forties. <laughs> I just feel like I've got so much. Um, so TV shows. So I got uh, Treasure Island for Christmas. Really nice version. So I finally read Treasure Island. So I read Treasure Island, and then I rewatched Black Sails again because oh, yeah. that has an unfortunate first season. But that is that show is fucking amazing as a prequel to the book. And they do all this character, and like the ending is a, like one of the best endings ever. It's probably one of the best written shows that I think no one's watched. That's mm. fucking amazing, and I love. I also love pirates, so that's helpful. But yeah, the, all this politics, and then this idea of like monsters and men, and who the mo- 
very good. Mm. Um, Around the World in 80 Days, 80 David Tennant versions come out. I think I've watched the Has first it? two episodes. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I, I quite like, enjoyed I that. Mm, interesting. But I heard it wasn't reviewing well, but I'll watch it. I like it. I like David Tennant. I'll support him. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you guys about Stay Close, which is the yep. British cop drama on Netflix, which is very interesting. Just got a one weird element. But I oh, know, Alex, I think you would like it if you gave it a shot. I am nearly finished The Witcher, and then after <laughs> that, I'll jump on to Stay oh, Close. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about The Witcher either. Anyway. Yeah, Witcher season two was good. Was really good. Yeah. yeah, I was really shocked by how much I and and how different. Like I remember the first season being a whole lot like, oh my god, this is like a super sexy show. It's super violent. It's it's like in, it's like weirdly structured. I don't know exactly. I actually what's quite happening. like the structure. In the I first love the first season, how it all sort of and this second together. season's very different. It's mm. very like linear and, and but and it's also focusing on like family as opposed to the. Yep. the and I was like, this is actually really good. It's mm. a really good difference. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, go on. No, all good. Just one last thing. Um, started watching because it started coming out. Uh, How I Met Your Father, the uh, uh, new How I Met Your Mother. Dude, do you think people are going to start looking back on How I Met Your Mother like now and go, wow, that was a... People already do. Yeah. I know. I, we rewatched it and went, that's fucked, but it's still enjoyable. And I know a, a bunch, I know two different friends at the moment who rewatch it. I'm like, it's fucked. I don't know how we got away with it. Very funny though. I enjoy watching it. <laughs> I, I'm doing because there is some fuck shit in there. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing that with Scrubs, and like I was like, "Holy crap!" There's not as much fuck shit as I thought. There's still like, there's one topic in particular that like it's quite bad, and it continues to be quite bad, but it's still very very funny. And like, damn, I have much better appreciation for some of the actors in that show now. I, I think that show's great. Anyway, that's, that's yeah, the Zach show Braff. I've just recently been lucky man. <laughs> he's with he's with uh, Florence Pugh. I wish I was him. Uh, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> But no, How I Met Your Father, rough first episode. But um, as far as I know, I'm enjoying the other the episodes so far. Okay. Good, good, interesting cast. The main guy, I've seen him a couple of things. He's in Glow and some other stuff, but he's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else from you guys? Anything else? You oh, want just to talk one about? final scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it, Alex? Hit me. Ozark, season four, oh, part yeah. one. I, I need to watch that. I haven't started yet. Damn. It good. is still, it's so good. I just, I, need, I, I need love like, it. I need to prepare myself to get into that show. Oh, it's How many, so how many seasons is that now? So this is four yeah. okay, and they split be. the fourth season in two. two so this is part one of season four. And then Are they just going to keep making it or is it having no, an ending? Season end. four, oh, good. part two That's is the good. end. It, so. it, it really does feel like like it, with that in mind, the fact that they are definitively ending it, you're like, well, this is a pretty good Breaking Bad archetype. Well, I'm, show, seeing, really. I'm seeing some Breaking Bad sort of elements about how mm. like Breaking Bad wrapped it up and some of the things, how they were moving the pieces around. I yeah. feel like Ozark's doing a similar sort of thing. So, yeah, it's uh, that fourth season part one, fourth season four part one, very good. Mm. Still as tense as ever, <laughs> but I really Great like characters. it. Great yeah. characters, Jason, Jason mm-hmm. Damon, it's just so good. But also, like, Laura Linney, like, they're both really good with each other. Fantastic and Julie, with each other. Uh, Julia or Julie Garner, yeah. who plays uh, Ruth. Oh. oh, yeah, no, mm. she's fantastic just in that show. knocks it out of the park. Oh, my God, yeah, no. And, oh, damn, it's just, oh, it's such a good show. Such a good show. Mm-hmm. So tense. I fucking, I love... I love the husband and wife so much because it's just like this constant dynamic of like one's better. I oh know the other one's better. I oh know this one's got the, the special source, but this one's got the special source, except they're going through a mental breakdown. So they can't exactly be the best person. That, it's great. Great show. And there's an element of like, you know, are they actually going evil? Like where, where, where's the line? Where do we draw the line? Mm. Is, is the this, line drawn? Because it for the first three seasons, it could be justified as just consistent desperate acts. Every time it's just like we this just season need, gets a bit more. We need gray. to do this. Yeah, so the season gets a bit more grey. Yeah, so it's like good, it's interesting. Um, okay, yeah, that that wraps me up. That wraps awesome. me. Wonderful. 
Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time with uh, Alex's movie. Yes. Whatever it may be. Who oh, knows? Your last movie was Persona, so. <laughs> I you, won't can, bring can you do another one like that. No, please? no. <laughs> Well, no. he's, he's forgotten It'll be what, a fun one. So. He's forgotten the movie that he threatened me with just then. So Conair? Nope. Oh, what did I threaten with? Conair. It was Conair. It was Conair. Con Con I was like was being a shit. Don't yeah, so did I. I was like, what? I don't want to watch Conair. Don't bring Conair. All right, oh, no. bring Pearl Harbor there. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. No, we're saving that for a special guest episode appearance, aren't we? Yeah, mm, we are. Yeah. All right, thank you for listening. And uh, who knows what it's going to be next time. It could be Conair. It could be Pearl Harbor. We don't Three know. Three hours. See you then. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.